On today's Patriot Nation podcast, we are joined by Max Millington, Max Wheezy, to come talk about some Patriots versus Panthers. Uh, we are also going to do a five-minute fantasy. Just us guys, though, five-minute fantasy, uh, breaking down some of those ridiculous fantasy stuff going on this week. It's a heck of a show, so buckle up and cue the music. Stack receivers, two to the right. Russell Wilson extends the hands. He has it. Wilson, quick throw. And it's good. Intercepted. Intercepted. Max, thanks for coming through, man. We appreciate it. Thanks for uh, for coming through. It's going to be, listen, Panthers, all of a sudden, I don't know, four and four, like, I guess. How do you, how are you feeling? How are you feeling about these Panthers? Yeah, it's been a um, crazy, crazy year. Um, I'll, I'll say at this point in the season, it feels a, a little bit better, but, you know, still sort of the same questions about, you know, the overall, you know, the future of the team, not only this year, but, but moving forward. But, um, one thing that I, first of all, I, let me preface this by saying I'm, I'm actually going to be at the game. My wife and I are going so nice. excited for that. Was it the, when, uh, Cam Newton was on the Patriots and the tickets came out, like the tickets were crazy expensive and it was like, oh man, we love to go, but not, not looking like a possibility, but, um, we'll be able to go thankfully. And, um, I'm just looking forward to a, to a good game and it's always fun when the, when the Pats and Panthers play. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for it. And, and as for the team, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So what, like what's going on with them? Uh, right. Cause they started, what they start three and Oh, they had a big win versus saints. Obviously those divisional games can go either way. That's, that's pretty much a given across the league. Uh, but started three and Oh, right. Then they, they go to yeah. three and four. They went, they get a win last week in Atlanta. Um, Sam Darnold looked like, you know, Oh my God, that was such a steal. Now it's, you know, they're kind of back in, you know, what are they going to do for the future at the position? Yeah. Uh, obviously, right? I, people who think running backs don't matter, and I'm kind of in that boat too at some point. I think McCaffrey is the clear exception simply because you see how much of a drop-off that offense is without him. He looks like he might play Sunday. How much How val- um, you know? How much of an impact will he make? Who knows? Um, but yeah, what's going on with them? Does it really start with the loss of Christian McCaffrey? Is that where things kind of started to go downhill? Yeah, that's that's funny. I was with you on that, like on running backs not uh, having that much of an effect. We've seen teams like the Patriots and, and Eagles and other teams win using the running back by committee approach. And, and, and you know, we, we think about all these star running backs, but, you know, really that, you know, you haven't really seen a team with a star running back you know, win a championship in a, in a very long time. Obviously, you know, teams with good running backs – you know, can can get there, but you know, I I I was like you, I was like, you know what, it's overrated. We'll be fine. They prepared for this, you know, by by bringing Chuba Hubbard, Chuba Hubbard on, who is a rookie, but you know, has shown flashes of being able to, you know, run the ball, and and we'll, we have our weapons. 
Um, one of the early issues that I didn't think would continue, but has continued was, um, you know, there, there wasn't a lot of targets going around for uh, the tight ends and Robbie Anderson. And I thought that that would kind of replace some of the pass game production that, that dropped off with Christian McCaffrey. Um, I was wrong about that. And it, it really seems like um, Christian McCaffrey was, you know, huge, not only for the team, but specifically for Sam Darnold. I mean, we saw Sam Darnold's play drop off big time um, since week, week three. Part of that, I think, is, is just him and him needing to relax and and, and he, he can be, you know, obviously, you know, inconsistent. And, and we know that about him. Uh, but I think part of it, too, was Christian McCaffrey was a huge safety blanket for him and um, him not being there to help out in the run game, um, at, you know, and in the pass game. Uh, because when he left, there was there's really you know not much in terms of like a check down or anything like that. Uh, it, it affected the offense and it affected Sam Darnold. The frustrating part was uh, this past week against Atlanta. I believe we ran the ball um, like in, 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 and this includes Sam Darnold's rushes too because he ran around a lot. I think we had like um, the most rushes, you know, by far that we, we've ever had this this. Uh, this year, just, you know, just running the ball, just, just committing to the run game. And it worked, obviously, but uh, we've played teams, you know, before this, the the Giants, the Eagles, the Vikings, who are bad against the run. And so I'm, I'm frustrated that it did take us this long to commit to the run game. I felt like we should have done that even when Christian McCaffrey went out. Uh, how, however, they did it, it worked, and, and now we're here. So, um yeah, it's been it's been crazy so far. I want to <laughs> I want to jump into the quarterback stuff because I I tweeted out earlier and I'll, I'll speak for myself, but I think the Patriots would rather see Sam Darnold than PJ Walker this week, e- even without the injuries. I think they're like that's a guy they can handle. They've shown in the past that they have no issues shutting Sam Darnold offenses down. So as a Panthers fan, who would you rather see? at quarterback against the Patriots because they've historically struggled with guys like PJ Walker who can create yeah. and get out of the pocket a little bit. Uh, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I, I'm, I struggle with this a bit because PJ Walker, uh, he did play, he had to play, I think one game for us last year. It was, it was against the Lions. Yep. We won 20 to zero and that was mostly a defensive win. Um, you know, I think he threw like two, crazy picks in that game wasn't wasn't very good at all um in, in that game and in some other spots where he came in so from a passing standpoint I want Sam Darnold all the way Sam Darnold as bad as Sam Darnold has been he's better than PJ Walker I can tell you that right now from and a passing play I know he he didn't participate today but he was you know active at practice is it does he kind of have to clear some hurdles I, I think so um the, the reports today from a lot of local media was that um, they're they're not expecting him. Uh, that the 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 local media was spe- speculated that um, Sam Darnold will, would probably not play. Um, I mean, we don't we don't know for sure yet, but that's kind of what I what I saw. Um, interestingly enough, Christian McCaffrey is kind of under that same like would they you know would be surprised if they saw him play, but um, we'll see. But yeah, I mean, you know, if it's if it's PJ, I, I think you hit something you know important. Like you do have to kind of prepare for his dual threat ability. He can move around. He can he can make things happen with his legs. But I, I just don't believe in PJ as a as a passer more than I do Sam, and that's not a high bar. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, 
It's yeah, it, it is. It's really interesting when you look at, you know, the quarterback situation down there. I'm a guy who, uh, in my one of my mock drafts, I advocated for the Patriots trading for Sam Darnold because I thought, young guy, like, who knows? And uh seems like not maybe not the best investment. Um, but, you know, I mean, what are you going to do? Um, I will say, you mentioned Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson in the uh, in the Brandon Ayuk witness protection right now. I don't know what the hell is going on. Those two guys both had great years last year and both just aren't just they just not throwing the ball. It just doesn't make any sense. Um I'm not sure what the deal was at Robbie Anderson this year, so I, I don't get it. The other thing I wanted to just mention quickly because I want I do want to get into the defense because I feel like that's that's the matchup that really that, we're, that we should be looking at. McCaffrey, you know, we talk about and, and you, you know you and Spags both mentioned it about you know where you look at it and say okay, um, you know maybe running back isn't the most important thing, but McCaffrey's not a, not just a running back; he's a running back and a slot receiver. And, you know, like he does everything like he touches the ball a million times a game. And it's not like Derrick Henry touches the ball a million times a game. It's like he sometimes is getting the ball in a run, running play. He can run in between the tackles and, and, and obviously hit the outside. He can catch screen passes, but he's also a great route runner to the point where you can line up in the slot and he can run actual wide receiver routes. Like there's not a lot of guys in the league that can do things like that. And obviously he's electric with the ball in his hand. So like, you know, that, that stuff to me where it's like it's kind of like, OK, Yes, of course, he, you know, he's a running back, but at the same time, it's like, he's not just a running back either. You know what I mean? So, um, so that anyways, that, that's just my two cents on that. But I, I do want to get into the defense because I feel like the defense is really the matchup that where, and you mentioned the 20 nothing victory you guys had earlier in the season. Like that's, that's where you guys win to, in my opinion, at least that's how you guys beat the Patriots this weekend is, is if your defense is dominant and it, certainly the front seven. And now of course you got Gilmore in the back who we'll talk about, but like, you know, just talk about the, the you know the front seven of this defense and the problems that they've caused. Uh, you know, uh, other players and obviously some of the guys they have are dominant up front. Yeah, it, it's been really cool to see, uh, even in the losses. Um, obviously, through three weeks, you know, we we were first in everything. Um, I was just kind of looking at it earlier before this. Um, you know, even through the, the at four and four now, I think. Uh, where the Panthers are still uh, number two in total offense, um, still really good against the pass, um, top two against the pass, um, still good against the run, still good against in terms of like points, points defense allowed and everything like that. Um, I I don't know like the advanced analytics DVOA or anything like that, but you know, they're still have been pretty successful. Um, Hassan Reddick has been a, has turned out to be an extremely, extremely, um, great signing for the Panthers. I think he leads the team in sacks. Obviously, you have Brian Birds there, um, a guy that that doesn't get a lot of love, obviously, because he's a de- he's a defensive tackle and it's only his second year. But Derek Brown, who was our, um, I think he was number eight, our number eight draft pick, I want to say, um, last year. Um, he, him in the interior, that whole line is is great. And then you bring you have Sha- Shaq Thompson come back off of injury. Uh, you, you know, you mentioned, well, obviously we'll talk about Gilmore and, and the secondary that, that we put together, like um, from front to back, it, it's great. But yeah, I mean, it, it really starts up front and those guys have, have done a great job. They, they've been playing really hard. We just, um, from offensive perspective, some of the, some of the things that have uh, hurt us um, in, in a couple games prior to the Atlanta game was we just kept them on the field too long. We weren't able to sustain drives and, and you know they they get tired out and they and they let you know points get scored and and that's been an issue. But um, but yeah, they they play hard. They play hard all year. 
But before we move on to Gilmore, I got to ask you about my guy Davion Nixon. Spags knows, Pat knows too. Before the draft, I'm the biggest, I'm the world's biggest Davion Nixon fan. So I wanted to ask, as a guy who's been watching him every week, what do you think? Every week that he's played, you know what, Davion Nixon? I think um, he hasn't like jumped off the page for me. That's not, that's not like saying that he's not um, good at all. I think there was one particular game, and I can't remember it at all right now. Um, so I'm sorry. I, I was, was it early on like, against the Saints? Because I, I think that I think like, yeah, I, I think yeah. it was a well. Uh, it well it looks like he he's um he's out for the year. Um, he had a knee injury yeah, like last week. So I so I didn't realize that. But um, yeah, I think I remember like hearing his name because of a play he made early in the year. I think it was the Saints game. But yeah. um, yeah, I mean the 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 cool. It kind of reminds me of um. The way, in terms of the way the Panthers have gotten talent on defense, it really reminds me of the early uh, Seattle days when, you know, Pete Carroll was kind of fresh out of college and he was able to kind of identify really, really good defensive talent um, yeah. out of the draft because he had just left the college space. Like I kind of, I kind of use that comparison when I say to what this, what this regime has done under Matt Rule, Matt Rule coming from college, he's, he's been really good at grabbing guys um, from the draft. On, de- on defense and, and hitting on those picks. So, yeah, no, I, I, I'm, you know, excited about all our defense. But, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been fun to watch so far. Let's get into it. Here, Stephon Gilmore. Like, <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Like, I, I'm I'm still upset about it. And, you know, uh, we got Tommy Curran and Phil Perry and a bunch of the other guys. Oh, well, you know, it was the right move. You got to trade him and this and that and whatever. But, like – Seeing what other guys went for and knowing what they could have and should have gotten for him. And of course he gets a pick in his first game with the Panthers. How excited are you that the Patriots completely screwed up and you guys ended up with Stephon Gilmore, especially after like you lose JC Horn, then you guys traded for, uh, for the kid from Florida, CJ Henderson. Right. So like, so you got Henderson and now you get Gilmore, like all of a sudden a secondary that was super depleted. Looks like it, it might be able to compete here. Right. Yeah, it's it was cool. Um, it was really cool to get him. And I'll say this: like, I, I think it's going to be great for this year. Obviously, when, when we got him, we were all a lot more optimistic about you know the future of this season. You know, and it's still not. I mean, it's we're four and four. Like, it's it's not over. It's it's a long season still. But um, I think even now, it's just really cool that. First of all, it shows that this team is is a lot more aggressive. Um, the Panthers that I grew up watching over the years, like they'd make some moves here and there, but um, we're, we're extremely aggressive to grab free agents and make trades and all that stuff. So that was one thing. But also, I, I think if the Panthers can figure out how to um, sustain it in terms of like, okay, where, what are they going to do with um, this this core that they have now? You you've got. Dante Jackson back there, they, they have to make decisions on paying him. Um, you know, Gil, you know, extending Gilmore. They've got uh, Bouye, like you mentioned, Henderson and, and JC who are coming back. Like in the next couple of years, you know, you could have something special there with it, with the especially with the secondary, with the whole defense. But I, I thought it was I thought it was cool. Like obviously he can still play. Um, he's gonna do a lot for for the young guys in terms of mentor, mentoring them. Like I, I love the the um the whole defensive side of the ball in terms of the guys that we have, but especially that secondary, like 
that's they're they're going to learn from each other and, and play well. I'm ex- I'm excited to watch Stephon Gilmore for the rest of the year. Nice, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I you know one of those things for me that I was just I'm so mad because even if and you got you mentioned it like even if they don't sign him. They're going to get a comp pick back for him, and you're going to end up trading up in the draft, you know, to rent Stephon Gilmore for a year, which is just, which is mind numbing. But, um, but anyway, so, all right. So here's my question, and we'll get, we have a few more things we want to get into, but I think, I, I think Patriots fans, honestly, especially after the win last week, are looking past this game, and they're like, ah, the Panthers, like they suck, and this and that. And like, and I, I just, don't, I don't feel like that, that's just not true. Like, you know, especially you look at the defense. And you mentioned it, like, yeah, okay, the offense struggles here and there, but like, you know, and if Donald's the quarter, whoever the quarterback is, like, not an elite quarterback, obviously, right? But like, that's a damn good defense that you guys got to go over there. And like, the Patriots' offensive lines played better the last few weeks, but that's, there's no guarantee that they're going to hold up this week. So, uh, just in you know your opinion here, we walk out of there, you know, Sunday at four o'clock, and Carolina is one. Why is Carolina won the game in your opinion? If that's going to happen. Uh, it's going to be because we ran the ball for sure. Um, like, I, I think the funny thing, Bill Belichick has a great challenge, I think, uh, in terms of – because obviously he's we know he's great at, you know, taking away the best weapon. If Christian McCaffrey doesn't end up playing um, and Sam Brown doesn't end up, end up playing, then, you know, it's going to be more of a challenge for him to figure out who exactly do I need to shut down. DJ Moore, obviously – um, as, as another guy you, you'd look at, but honestly, if I'm if I'm a Panthers fan, like I don't want to see more than you know 18 passes from from PJ Walker. Like I want to see uh, I want to see the Panthers establishing the run, um, keeping the ball away from um, the Patriots' offense. When the, when um, the Patriots' offense is on the field, I want the defense to be more opportunistic. One thing that they haven't done a great job of this year is takeaways. Uh, we're, we're great, you know, at sacks and, and, and third and getting off the field on third down and all that stuff. But takeaways have been league average to below league average this year for us. And that's a spot where I think that, that um, will help us when the game's getting takeaways. And then obviously the offense, um, you know, taking advantage when they get the ball back on, on those opportunities. So, Getting takeaways and and running the ball, um, winning time of possession will be the would be the three keys I think to win the game for the Panthers. Oh yeah, go ahead. Well, I've been told time of I've been told time of possession doesn't matter by a certain Pat's pulpit um, (laughs) writer and social media manager who I hope is listening because it does because human beings play the game of football. So hard to agree on the time of possession. I think that's been big for the Patriots this year too. Like for a team that. Everybody thought this year they were going to run the ball 30 times a game, and they, they haven't. But time of possession has been huge. And all their wins, they've led in time of possession. And all their losses, they haven't. Like, it matters. That, and I, I think, too, um, from a Patriots standpoint, I, I think last week was uh, – and I, I tweeted it out before the game. You, you know, you kind of hate to slap a must-win on it. Um, but you're coming out of there 3-5 and five or 4-4 four and four versus a, a win versus a really good quarterback and, and superior opponent, something that they, they had their three wins that came against the Jets and Texans. Um, I think they're back. I think this is a team that controls their own destiny. Uh, and you look at the AFC. I mean, it's obviously different with, with Carolina, but it's it's wide open, right? They're, they're a game out of a playoff spot, and that game versus 
Cleveland and, and not to look ahead is, is huge for them, right? Because you, you beat the Chargers who you you know how things are playing out right now. You're going to be competing with them for you know one of those wild card spots, and likely Cleveland too. I know things are kind of going south for them. Baker's not healthy, but I mean that's a really good defensive front that they're going to have to go against. So, uh, in terms of the Patriots, I think I like where they're at right now. Obviously, they're two three plays away. Like it's so cliche to say, but I mean they're two three plays away from being you know a top four seed and you know pushing Buffalo for the division. Yeah. No, I mean, and that's that's undeniably true as well. I mean, it's tough. It's one of those things. Patriots have yet to win against the NFC this year. 0-3 against the NFC. Uh, not great. Not great, right? And it, I think they have – who else? Who in the South have they played? Oh, Atlanta. Which they play, what, the week after the Cleveland game? So, you know, winless against the NFC thus far. So, I mean, I guess if you're going to lose to a conference, I guess you'd rather lose to the opposite conference. And I think the same is true here for Carolina because now you look at it where it's like – you know, I, I think, I, and I don't know about you, I don't want to speak for you, Max, but, like, I feel like the expectations going into this year weren't super high. Like, I, you know, obviously, you want to be good and you want to compete, but, like, I don't think that necessarily you guys were thinking about competing for, for you know, the division. Certainly, maybe not the division. And then you guys start out 3-0, and and it's almost like a little bit Paper Tiger situation where, you know, yeah, the Saints are a good team, but, like, you didn't really play a lot of good competition and similar to the Patriots where the Patriots had two wins, three wins against terrible teams. Right. And it's just like, yeah, we beat up on bad teams and that's what you're supposed to do. But like, you know, then when you start playing good teams, similar to the Bron Broncos are in the same boat, like you, you start playing good teams and it's like, Oh man, maybe we're not as good as we thought. So, um, you know, but getting a win, getting a win, it's kind of the same for the Patriots and, and the Panthers, like getting a win this weekend against the Patriots after the Patriots went on the road and beat and beat LA, like would be, a nice feather in the cap for, for Carolina, make them feel awfully good moving forward, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the issue is that this season, um, this season, like we're coming off, you know, this is the second year of our head coach, Matt Rule, Rule's tenure. We're coming off a of five, I believe it was five win season last year. Like, you know, real realistic expectations was you win maybe a couple more games than you did the year before, seven, eight wins, like, you're happy with that. That that is progress, right? That's, and I I think like you mentioned the three and zero start, but also the defense played so well that you're like, okay, like this is a defense that can that can win you a lot of games. Like if the offense can just keep up, we'll be okay. And uh, somebody that that works for um, you know that's in the Charlotte media tweeted out the other the other day, and I completely agree. Like it's frustrating because. You know, you're right. This would be a huge, you know, win for the Panthers. But also, if this if this year sort of falls apart, then you kind of only have to look at your look yourself in the mirror because you know you lost a very winnable game against Philadelphia when you had the lead. I think in, in like up until the middle of the fourth quarter, you know, you lose a you know overtime to, to the Vikings. It happens. Um, the Giants, you you know, you you were favored in that game, lost that one. It's just like you know, <laughs> like we feel like you should be, you know, six and two. And if you lose this one in New England, like you're, you're okay. But now, um, you know, it, it, it kind of feels a little like, like a must win. And for the Panthers too, like, you know, next week you guys have a huge game against Cleveland next week. We got to go to Arizona may or may not have to face Kyle, Kyle Murray. We'll see. They're still very good Washington. And then, you know, you got some tough games um, for the last four games of the year. So uh, it's, it's sort of a similar position. I think 
the Patriots, of course, like you expect to be competing for the, for the for the playoffs. I think Panthers fans were enticed by the possibility, um, but like you mentioned, Pat, realistically, I was like, you know, you know what, if we get out of here with eight wins, you know, that's that's progress, and and you know, you build upon the defensive. Um, the defensive progress you made over the last couple of years and, and you hope to, you know, put something better together on offense next year, but we'll see how it goes. How, how pissed were you during the draft after you had traded a second and third round pick for Sam Darnold, and then you get to eight and Justin Fields is sitting there at eight and you're like, and I don't and know Mac. how big, how and big Mac are Jones. and Mac, of course, and Mac, but like, you know, I don't know how, how high you were on, on fields or not, but he's sitting there at eight and you're like, Oh no. Like we just, we gave all this up for for Donald and 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 he's sitting there and JC Horn I think is gonna be a good player like obviously he got hurt before he could really show how good he yeah. could be in the NFL but like yeah. I think he's gonna be a stud you know corner of course but man like that I don't know that's tough yeah it was mixed feelings I was super high on on Patrick Sertan actually so I was like man like we got the wrong corner, you know, but, but, you know, Sertan's played well and, and you're right. JC Horn, it was, was fantastic. Um, you know, great in, in man coverage. There was concerns about him being too handsy that, that didn't show up. Um, you know, he, like he, he's, he was great. Um, I, I think in hindsight now, um, Justin Fields, I'm, I'm still on the fence about, um, however, I think the bigger miss for us was not taking Rashawn Slater. Um, I think if Panay Sewell was there, we probably would have drafted him. Rashawn Slater is is playing incredibly right now. Yeah, and that's where the Panthers really like. That's the underrated thing is like every everyone on the outside is like seeing Sam Darnold, you know, chuck up a million interceptions. That they're like, oh man, they 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 don't have a they have a quarterback issue. You know, the Panthers do, but what would really help is if we had a left tackle like Rashawn Slater. And I think that was the the bigger whiff for us than even the quarterback, man. Like, like, you know, that, that's, that was huge. And the way our offensive line has been playing, it's just, just not been great. I kind of wrote about it right after the draft though. Like I, I like that they are implementing a defense wins championship strat wins championships strategy. Um, we, I talked about it earlier, just how the defense is, is looking good. And it's, it's been built like, you know, them drafting J.C. Horn was just continuing to um, emphasize defense, and and we've seen that win, uh, win more than you know the quarterbacks that do great and win MVPs and all that stuff. Um, and I and I and I wrote about that separately, but um, I, I yeah, I, I think the bigger whiff for us was not taking us later there because our offensive line is future this year, and and we could really use them. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, it's funny this guy mentioned about oh wait oh sorry. Jordan Gross, he was talking about since Jordan Gross died, but Watson being in, in legal trouble, obviously, and you know, Den, another uh, another uh, locker emoji, uh, you know, talked about you know that that deal was essentially done, right? And uh, you know, I don't know, I mean, I, you know, of course, I don't know, but uh, but you know, and then he gets, and then he's in legal trouble and everything else, and so it doesn't happen, but uh, and then you know, you send out for Donald instead, but. You know, it's one of those things. Of course, we'll never know, right? We'll never know, but but that's a possibility. At least that that could have happened, and and uh, of course, you know, things go sideways on you, and it just kind of is what it is, you know. But uh, but yeah, it's interesting how you look at it and say, oh, we, you know, if we had taken a tackle, or if we had done this, or if we, I mean, it's it's interesting to think about. Like there are are lots of other options, uh, kind of sitting there where it's like, oh, you could go this way, you could go that way. But again, if J.C. Horn turns into a you know a top 
uh, top cornerback in the league. It's kind of like, oh, hey, you know, like you made the right pick after all, you know? Yeah, and, and they were there with Matthew Stafford as well. Like, and you right. can't blame – what are you going to do, say, blame the Panthers for because Matthew Stafford wants to go win a Super Bowl with the Rams? Right. I, right. Like no, like you know the, the you know Deshaun. It's it's they 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 wanted two veteran quarterbacks that you know out of their control you know for legal reasons and then for you know wanting to go play with a different team you couldn't you couldn't get. Um, and I understand, you know, not necessarily wanting to to bring a rookie quarterback into a situation where I right, Christian McCaffrey is you know four or five years into his career he's now you know officially injury prone so you want to make sure you capitalize on on his prime you have veteran receivers you've got um you know a defense that is sort of uh gaining more experience so i i get why you'd want a veteran instead of a rookie i i, I didn't blame him too much for that but yeah they had a couple of situations that just didn't go their way and that's the nfl yep yep uh keegan looked like he had another question but if not you're muted though. Keegan, you're muted. There you go. <laughs> there he My is. My brain's broken. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's been a long week. No, once we start talking about Stefan Gilmore, I, I zoned out. I've had enough Stefan Gilmore talk for, for a lifetime. I hear that. I hear that. Uh, no, but Max, so before we let you go, what's what's your official prediction for, for Sunday? Spreads three and a half. Ooh. Basically picking. Three yeah. and a half. Who's way? Patriots. I, I believe the Patriots are favorite. Yeah. Patriots. Ooh, um, okay. Home dog. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I really just don't know. Um and and you know what's a funny stat? Um, I was I was looking some things up. I know that I know the Panthers are four and three all time against the Pats. Um and the funny thing about that is the Patriots have actually scored more <laughs> points in the Patriots Panthers all-time matchup than the Panthers have, but the Panthers have won one four three. Isn't that crazy? I forgot what the score difference They're always was, close too. They are always like, close. Yeah. Yeah. We got, it's, listen, it's, it should be four three Patriots that screwed in 2013 <laughs> down yeah, there. That was, was a weird game. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird game. He rode Gronk out of the back of the end zone. Yep. Um but yeah no I I, I think the Patriots are gonna win this this football game. I, I would be a lot more um confident in the in the Panthers if um, Sam Darnold was playing to be quite honest with you because um, not because I, I think Sam, I thought Sam Darnold was going to beat you as a passer by, but I thought uh, after seeing how he played against Atlanta, I trust him now to, to game manage and to, you know, make the right reads into in and the defense to carry PJ Walker. I had, I had no idea. I have no idea how they're right. going to, you know, survive, um, you know, unless they really are able to just be successful on the ground. And then, you know, um, you know, he he's only able to it's, it's it's almost like you have to try to win like the way the, the Niners did against the Packers a couple of years ago with Jimmy G only threw 10 passes. It's like, right. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you told me that that, you know, that were to happen, like I, I'd be on board. But I just I think the Panthers is going to be too one, one dimensional. Um, you know, if if it's no McCaffrey, no, no Darnold, I just don't see how they get it done. I mean, defense is going to. Um, you know, I think hold up their end of the bargain, and it's probably going to be a low scoring game. I would say probably it's, this is going to be like a 17 to 10 or three type of thing, but um, yeah, I, I just, I just, I just don't see it for, for Carolina, unfortunately. 
All right. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, Max, I did a horrendous job introducing you. Just a terrible job introducing you. I just like, just assumed. Hey, it's Max. Like, I just assumed like everyone knew you because I know you when we've been chatting for so long and everything like that. So, uh, but before you go, then you got to like, you know, tell everyone where they can read you and see you and hear you and everything else. Yeah, I'll just say the easiest thing to do is just follow me. My Twitter handle's in, in the bio here. I mean, in the card here, it's at um, MXWZY on Twitter. Um, I'm on Spotify Green Room at uh, Max Weezy, spelled out M A X W E Z Y, um, as well. But yeah, follow me on Twitter. I've got a lot of stuff. Every morning, ten thirty. Every morning, Max Weezy in the morning. Five <laughs> days a week, this man is on, killing it. Yeah, that's on Spotify Green Room. So yes, check that check that out. But yeah, on Twitter, I kind of blast all my all my content there. Um, so check it out. And and um, I, I appreciate Pat Ryan and. Keegan, you all have me up here again. It's been really fun. Of course. Thanks for coming through, man. We appreciate, appreciate it. You coming on. Maybe we'll uh we'll see. Maybe we you never know. You know, a few years might be in the Super Bowl <laughs> together, and you know, who knows, right? So but anyways, thanks, it. Max. Thanks for coming so much. We appreciate it. And uh and we'll, we'll good luck on Sunday. Thank you. Good luck to you guys. Thanks, man. See you. See you. All right, cool. That was good. That was good. All right. So we're so we're moving on. Uh listen. I think anyway, I mentioned it to Max, right? And Max talked about it like Carolina is a better team than I think we're giving them credit for. So we'll see. We'll see. But I think Carolina is a better team than, than I think a lot of a lot of Patriots Twitter is giving them credit for. So I think that's something that uh that I'm that I'm concerned Patriots a little Twitter concerned has about, their anyway. head so far <laughs> up their own backside. It's been it's been a week it's very true. on the bird app, as our friend Mark Schofield would say. It's it's been a it tough been. week for the boys. It has been. Yep. You're right. You're right. So all already right, so, ready for the off season. I know. Well, you listen. Now hold on now. Hold on. You're long way long oh, season. No, long four. season. Four four. Let's relax here. So I you know what? I and I'm I'm excited about it. I am excited about uh kind of where this team is headed and, and how they're progressing and everything. And of course, um, you know, where they where they're gonna kinda go from here. So look and like you know, Spags, you mentioned it before last week. You know, Spags predicted it last week. He predicted it. He said Spags for Domus over there said, like, you know, I, Patriots going to win. They're going to win in L.A., and they did. They went out and got the victory, which is huge. All of right. Course. I had the Pats, too. Pets, but, all right. Let's oh, you did, too? Yeah, come on. Uh, that you was were the me. only one that was. I was the only one. Ah, oh, shit. I was the only dummy. That. I was just li- I was lumping you in there with me, Keegan, because I didn't want to be alone on the uh, on the being wrong. I'm, on pretty the being- sure, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I had the Patriots score correct. I just got the uh, – I had Patriots 27-22. Oh, there you go. So. Ah, there you go. You your pick boy knows what he's score. doing. It's your, it's your own fault. They picked a weird score, 22. Who picks 22? What's wrong with you? Uh, but <laughs> anyways. Anyways, all right. So we're going to do we're gonna do five-minute fantasy. Um, we, uh, our guest, unfortunately, um, had some things come up, personal things come up, so he is not here. But we will be, we will be talking five-minute fantasy. And we're going to start off – we're going to start off talking – about Aaron Rodgers. So here, I'm just going to start the clock right now. Five-minute clock starts right now. Aaron Rodgers, what a freaking dope. What a freaking dope that guy is, dude. And I know it's not, not – I mean, it's fantasy, obviously, right? But, like, what an idiot. He he basically said that he was vaccinated even though he wasn't vaccinated and treated everything as if he were vaccinated even though he wasn't. I, it's, it's unbelievable to me that he oh. that he did that, and, and they're going to get investigated. And I think what uh, Fitzy tweeted out, like, I can't – I can't wait to see. Uh, I can't wait to see. You know what? What the Patriots get? Uh, the Patriots get killed for, uh, punished for that. And Dark Blue Gold's not wrong. He's not wrong. Um, I've had Michael Thomas on a few teams on the IR for eight weeks, 
And yep, he's just freaking out for the year. So that's terrible. I've got a fun story. If we want to do fun stories, let's do it. Because last week, I don't know if everybody will remember, but Pat gave me some wonderful advice and told me to pick up Mike White, who gave me uh, 32 points, I believe. Killed it. KFC player of the week. I won my fantasy matchup by less than two points. So thank you, Mike White. (laughs) Thank you, Pat. And uh, me and you, we've got each other this week. The battle of six and two teams. Do we really? Look at that. Woo. I think you're going to you're gonna smash. Well, we'll see what yeah. happens. We'll see what happens. Although, I have Derrick Henry on my team, and I lost Derrick Henry, so that's not good. Tough. Uh, you got Aaron so Jones, too. So I do have Aaron help, Jones as well. That might help make things up. That is helpful. But still, it, it is, it's interesting where you kind of look at it and say, what's going on? Oh, no. Played Cousins. and Dark Blue Gold played Cousins and lost by 1.31. Yep, that's rough, dude. Kirk Cousins had a rough game. Uh my Scott Fishbowl team has Aaron Rodgers in it. Luckily, I was able to snag Jordan Love off of waivers. I will be starting Jordan Love in the Scott Fishbowl this weekend. I don't care. I don't care. They're playing Kansas City. Kansas City, of course, is going to have a great game defensively. But but like they should still be able to move the ball offensively because Kansas City stinks. And assuming, I'm also hoping that, uh, that Adams is off of the COVID list by the time Sunday comes around, although that's not a guarantee because he's still on the COVID list right now as of Wednesday night. So not great to see, but lots of injuries coming through. Uh, by the way, those people that have Derrick Henry, don't drop Derrick Henry. Don't do it. Don't drop him. Even if you're in a, even if you're only in a season-long league, do not drop Derrick Henry. He had surgery, yes. It's six to ten weeks is the recovery, right? But like some people are saying that it, that it's possible that like he might come back a little bit earlier than that. It's Derrick he Henry. Probably like, won't. You say if anybody can, it's him. That's right. the thing, right? He's he like might Superman. Not. Yeah. But you don't want to be the asshole who dropped Derrick Henry and now you go into the playoffs and someone else is playing Derrick Henry against you in the playoffs and that's why you lose. On the flip side, want that if somebody happen. in your league drops Derrick Henry, pounce on it. Scoop. Like you don't need you yes. don't need like Ronald Jones or yep. or Sony Michelle. Like cut him. Go right. get Derrick Henry if somebody can. Scoop him up. Scoop him up right now. Speaking of scooping up, uh, tight end at the tight end position, Pat Fryermuth. if you haven't already scooped him up, if he's somehow available in your league still, scoop that guy up. He plays for the Steelers. He's a rookie tight end. People should know who he is by now. But if you don't, he plays for the Steelers. Steelers throw to the tight ends all the time. He had a ridiculous catch in the back of the end zone to win the game Merrimack against the legend. He's, he's nasty. So pick him up for sure. Uh, Dark Blue Gold asked about QB streamers. I think it's not a bad idea. Derek Carr isn't a terrible idea. I know it sounds crazy. Taysom Hill? Like, I mean, they're playing Atlanta. They're playing Atlanta. Right? Like, I don't know. It's Atlanta. They stink. Tua? Tua? Tango Violoa, whatever the hell his last name is. They're playing Houston. Come on, dude. Like, they're playing Houston this week. So, you know, Teddy Bridgewater against Dallas. Like, some of those guys... You know, I always look at the matchups. Like Jimmy G, don't even don't go anywhere near Jimmy G this week. He's playing San Francisco. He's playing uh, San Francisco. He plays for San Francisco. He's playing Atlanta, Arizona this week. Don't even touch him. So James Robinson and Josh Jacobs are they safe? Safe? Safe starts? What do we think? Great question. I hate Josh Jacobs, but James Robinson's hurt. He no? gets touched on every game. Robinson is like questionable. He's he questionable, but he should play though. Like Robinson should play. I think uh, he missed practice on Wednesday, but I. He avoided serious injury last week, but he may not play this week. I just think – I think Jacobs – I don't know. It, it, I think Jacobs stinks. But Your boy's as a got player, Jeremy Mc... Go ahead. 
Go, no, as a player, I think he stinks. But as a fantasy guy, he does. He gets a touchdown every week. So it's kind of like, well, you know, unless you have someone significantly better, put him in your lineup, you know? I just swapped out Sony Michelle for Jeremy McNichols. I'm hoping, like, he's their feature guy this That's week. That's the right move. That's the right okay. move. Oh, only right. only because if you're talking about Sony compared to McNichols, you're looking at, yeah, Budget. no, AP. Like, I, I don't look at Adrian Peterson. Like, I, that doesn't matter. He got picked up on Tuesday. Like, it doesn't make a difference. He's also 37 years old. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he's oh, there, there's the timer, but he's also he's Adrian Peterson. Like he's gonna be he's gonna do something, but like McNichols, the thing about and and if you're talking about Sony Michelle now, if you're taking someone else like Devery Henderson out, like uh, Daryl Henderson, I mean, don't take Daryl Henderson out and put Jeremy McNichols in. But like Sony Michelle is a guy who's a backup. Like he's gonna play a little bit, but like not really. Right. You know what I mean? So if you're talking about a dart throw. McNichols is a better dart throw than, you know, than someone like Sony Michelle. So, uh, McNichols could put up big numbers this week. You never know. So you never, they're playing, are they playing the Colts this week? Uh, that's a good question. I'm pretty they sure they're are. playing the Colts this week. Aren't they? They're playing the Rams. I'm stupid. Nope. They're playing the Rams. Yeah, I'm dumb. So, so the Rams, so same game, pretty good. It's pretty good defense. So, but either way, but I mean, you know, it's so, but I either just, way I'd still start him. I had to look up Adrian Peterson, 36 years old. He's been on five teams in the last four years. That's tough for yeah, a well, once. Once upon a time, NFL MVP, seven straight pull, Pro Bowls. Adrian Peterson is great for a guy that you want to give the ball to 15 times and have him just run directly into the line of scrimmage and pick up two Steve, Steven Jackson in 2015? Like, right. That's that's literally what he is now. And every now and again, every like 15 carries, he'll break one for like 15 or 20 yards. You'll be like, oh, there's AP again. Oh, my God. And it's like, mm, no, not really. You know? So, yeah, Frank Gore makes AP look. I'll tell you what. Frank Gore doesn't make AP look like a spring chicken. When when the game was on Monday night, I don't know if you guys watched the the, the Monday night football game with the Kansas City, which was just a, such a terrible game. Shout out um, Harrison Bucker. But yeah, no kidding, right? But I'm watching that game and they're handing it off to Gore, and I'm like, wait a second, did they sign Frank Gore? I'm like, what the hell is going on in Kansas City, dude? And they're like Derek Gore, and I'm like, who the he hell ran is pretty Derek well too? Gore? He ran hard. He did, which I don't understand, like. Where the hell did that guy come from? They said he's been on the practice squad for two years, but like, what's his face gets hurt? Um, uh, CH gets hurt, and then they play Williams, as Dark Blue Gold says, and then it's like, okay, they're playing Williams, and they they bring up Jarek McKinnon and play him, and then all of a sudden they roll with Who Derek Williams. Like three years because he every year he tears his ACL in training right. camp. Like, yeah, yeah, it's just it was just a bizarre. It's almost like one of those things where it's like, well, if this guy was going to get a shot, wouldn't he have gotten a shot right away? And the funny thing is he looks like he looks like Edwards Allaire, right? He's like short, yeah. stocky, like kind of same type of guy, you know? So I'm, it's, I'm uh, starting to yeah. buy into the the Kansas City's terrible at putting a team together idea because like they, they got lucky three times and the rest of it's been like, ugh. Like, that's a bad run. <laughs> it's it's not, not a very good team. It's not a very good team. It really isn't. And it, it's it's funny because like roster wise, they're just they're not that they're not that well, great. It's funny because I was talking, and not to bring it, not to relate it to basketball, but like the Lakers are like this, where the Lakers is like you have LeBron, you have Anthony Davis, you should have all shooters on your team, and they just bring in like Rajon Rondo who can't shoot, and it's like well, what, and they bring in Westbrook who's like that, what the hell is that guy? That's stupid, you know. So it's like it, roster construction there, where it's like oh, we'll just get like the best looking guys over here. It's like no, they, that's not necessarily going to do you any good. And Mahomes has been bad. Mahomes has been like that. I think isn't. I mean, of course, everyone's talking about it, right? But that's one of those things where, like, the AFC's wide open this year. Where, like, if the Patriots can make a run here, if they can win some of these games, and Spags, you talked about it already, like, they could be 
they could be seven and four heading into that, you know, or no, seven and eight and maybe eight and four, eight and four, eight and four heading into Buffalo. If they're eight and four heading into Buffalo and they split with Buffalo, I mean, all of a sudden you look at it and say, shit, the Patriots could be, I mean, they could be serious contenders to get to the AFC championship game. You know, I mean, you never know, of course, but like, I don't know. I mean, really right now it's Baltimore and it's Buffalo. And they're in a tier by themselves, right? And it's like, and then everyone else is below them. And we just, we expect Kansas City at some point is going to turn it on. And they just haven't been able to do it yet. I, I just I think the AFC just stinks, guys. If we're being you might honest. be right. I mean, you might be right. Yeah. It's tough. Which, hey, is good news for us because the NFC being really good, they're all going to beat up on each other. And then the team that's going to come out of the NFC is probably going to win the Super Bowl. But like, yeah, the AFC being mediocre is great for a mediocre Patriots team. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, it's very it, true. it lined up perfectly this year. It's very true. Also, before we leave, the Rams. Can we just talk about the Rams just for a minute? The roster construction of the Rams is so interesting, and it's something that I I don't know how you guys feel about it. Like, the, Some people say that they love it, and they love what they're doing, and that, that draft picks are overrated, which they are because the draft is a crapshoot. But also, you know, look at what the Patriots have done, where they have drafted poorly, and not having those guys – on cheap deals kills you after a while, right? Like that's what happened. That's what's happening with the saints right now. The saints bought in and we're trying to win a championship and we're, you know, paying guys and had, you know, a ton of veterans. And now they're at a point where they they're way over the cap and they got to cut guys and restructure and everything else. And it's like, that's, that's really tough. And if the Rams win the Super Bowl this year, it's worth it. But if they don't, then it's kind of like, well, now what? You know, so I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'm curious about what you guys think about whether uh, about you know whether you like what the Rams are doing or not, uh, and whether you think it's you know sustainable or how the hell they're going to get out of it. Yeah, it's it's they're going all in. If they get a ring out of it, it's right. worth it. I mean, that defensive front's legit. That secondary's good. Matthew Stafford's playing good ball. Um, but can they put it all together? I don't know. I mean, Stafford doesn't have a playoff win. Uh, you know, I don't think that's the type of guy it's tough that's to get yeah. pressure and stuff, but. Um, I mean, that's, they're a top three team in the league. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's perfectly fine going all in, especially in the way that they're doing it. Like they, I think they would readily admit like in two years, we're going to not, we're not going to be very good no matter what, no matter if everybody stays, you know, they've got an old team with a lot of players that like they can win now, but how, how much longer are they going to be able to keep going? I, I, I like the idea of just being like, you know what? Screw it. We're we're all in for this year, and if it doesn't happen, we're gonna stick in the next few years anyway. So we might as well go all all the way and try to get this ring. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. I just do I do think you got to be careful. Like what the Dolphins did in the draft last year was just so incredibly dumb. They traded their first round pick to move up and draft Jalen Waddle, and it's like that's fine. Waddle looks like a good player, but like the Eagles get your first round pick, and then they still get Devontae Smith out of it. And they gave up a third to go up and get them. But, like, they're going to have a top 10 pick in the draft because they moved back and traded Jalen Waddle for Devonta Smith. Like, that's, you know, over the long term, it may not be an even trade. But that's, like, those two guys are fairly similar players, right? Like, it's just, you know, I don't know. That's the type of stuff for me where it's, like, you want to go all in and you're the Rams and you're going to win a Super Bowl this year? Like, okay, I'm all right with that. But if you're going to do it and you're – the friggin' dolphins like you got to be awfully careful with those draft picks you know like that's the can't um san fran did the same thing with the patriots where they yep. traded up that's how they got gerard mayo they traded their first round pick to go get joe staley 
And, you know, Joe Staley, obviously great player, but then you give up a top 10 pick the next year because you stunk, right? And it's like, so you got to be awfully careful about when you're trading those first-round picks. That's what scares me. Um, but anyways, you know. So anyways, that's I guess it's neither here nor there. We got a little tangent there at the end, but I think we're done. Um, what do you guys think? What do you guys think this weekend? Winning? Are we winning down in Carolina? Time win. Yeah, they'll blow them out. I think they're rolling. So I, teams, I agree. Um, this team's rolling. So I was on. Uh, I was on Kieran's show earlier. I think I went thirty-three seventeen. So I'll stick with that. Thirty-three seventeen. Oh, I think. I think. Uh, I think Damian Harris has a big time game this week. I hope so. I hope so. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say twenty-four twenty-one. I really think. Like I really think this this team is good. I I think that they're better than people are giving them credit for. I am I'm very concerned. I'm very concerned. Uh, look at this, dark blue gold predict, uh, predicting Jacoby Myers to get multiple two pointers and Henry. Yeah, that that's a little <laughs> shout out to Kieran's show. We uh, I, I said I want him to have a hundred career points all on two point conversions. That'd be so good. Yeah. I mean, that's just like he's he's scored. He's been in the end zone twice, both on two pointers. I mean, that's three like, times. Three times he has this year? A touchdown, not this year in his career. He has three a touchdown worth of two point conversions. Unbelievable. So good. So I mean it's just it's crazy. So also before we go, I got a little fun fact for you guys. Did you yes. know that Panthers defensive coordinator Phil Snow is the uncle of Dustin Pedroia? I did not know that. That's a fun fact, right? That is awfully that is an awfully fun. How the hell did you even find that out? He was talking about Phil Snow, and I was like, Oh, I gotta I gotta Phil Snow was at Arizona State, I remember. So I looked okay. up his Wikipedia. It's in there. It's a, it's a little fun fact for the that's wild. For the fine folks at home. All those guys are connected. You know what I mean? So, but anyways, all right. That's what we got. That's our show. We appreciate it, guys. And uh, you know, we all expect a win. We need to win. And Spags, you you've called must win last week. You called it. I think this week's a must win too, only because you like you need to beat this team, right? And, and then you got to win two out of the next three. Well, I would say you got to win. I'd love to see them win three out of the next four. And if you can win three out of the next four, then that's huge for you. And you have to win this game if you're going to win three out of the next four because asking them to win three straight against, you know, Cleveland and then um, the other, the the fourth team, the fourth game they have before the uh, Buffalo Tennessee. game is Tennessee, Tennessee yeah. right? So yeah. you should be able to beat. I We'll see what happens with Tennessee. We'll get there. But like, Ask Tennessee's them. on t- 10 days rest too. Like Right. But no Jared Cannon. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. But either way, but you have to win this game if you want to win three out of four. So to me, it's I don't want to label it a must win, but it's kind of a must win, you know? So, anyways, thanks guys. We appreciate it. And uh and we will we'll talk to you next week.